Hey guys, my name's Jose, and this is another episode of Buy or Pass. In this series, I would look at the financial documents of a company and decide if I was looking for another investment, would I buy or pass? Before we start, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get info on new episodes and other videos. So let's begin. So this is going to be our second part of Buy or Pass for Apple. Part 2, we're going to take a look at earnings report for quarter 1, 2019. Last um, part 1, we took a look at their 10Q report. And we'll, tomorrow, we'll take a look at something else. So just an introduction, all the information that has been gathered today was um, obtained from Seeking Alpha. They have the earnings transcripts. Like I mentioned, this will be a three-part episode. Yesterday, we looked at the 10Q. Today, we're going to look at the earnings transcript. And tomorrow, we're going to look at the numbers of the company. And the reason I'm doing it this way, dividing it by three sections, is when I first look at the 10Q, I see everything in an unbiased format because I'm just looking at numbers and charts. Then today, we're going to look at the earnings transcript. I now have some knowledge of the company's finance. And now I want to see how the leadership demonstrates this information and how they deliver it to the public and finally tomorrow's episode we'll look at the numbers again and a more visual format of the numbers and now that we have all the information i'll be able to make a decision if i would like to invest or not so we'll start off with some highlights from their earnings report um, the company posted revenue of $84.3 billion, a decline of 5% from a year ago. Quarter earning, quarterly earnings per share was about $4.18, up 7.5%. Out of that $84.3 billion, international sales accounted for 62% of the rev quarter's revenue. We can see that revenue from iPhones declined 15%. Compared to prior year, while well, total revenue from other products and services grew 19%. So this is good. Even though if you guys saw part one, we saw that iPhones were about 61% of the total revenue. It's good to see that the other products and services are growing. Even though right now that 15% from, um, from iPhone is going to overshine the 19% growth from other sectors. But if Apple keeps this up... Um, where they're increasing their other products and services opposed to their iPhones, it would be really good for the company. So here we see services revenue reached an all-time high of $10.9 billion, up 19% over the prior year. Revenue from Mac grew 9%, wearables, home and accessories grew 33%, and the iPad grew 17%. So like just how we saw, right, the total overall products and services grew 19%. And it's a, a mixture of all those products we just mentioned. Product gross margin was 34.3% and service gross margin was 62.8%. So you can see why this company wants to do more services and um, services products just because the margin there is 62.8% compared to the product mar product gross margin, which is 34 0.3%. So if they keep it, if they have half the service revenue compared to now, they'll be making the same as double the product. So, right, because the product mar product gross margin is 34%, service gross margin is 62.8%, so almost a two to one ratio. So highlight number two, they'll talk about 
they they reported that they had great holiday seasons for Apple Pay with over 1.8 million transactions in the quarter, and that's well over twice the volume of a year ago quarter. So again, they're they're showing that their services are increasing. They're getting customers. They're also making it easier for customers to use their product. Customers can now use Apple Pay with iPhones, Apple Watch, and at nearly 3,000 Speedway locations, a gas company, while also at Target, Taco Bell, and Jack in the Box stores, will be accepting PayPal, Apple Pay soon. So, right, we can see that this company is making it easy for, for its customers to start using Apple Pay. They've also launched Apple Pay in three new countries in the December quarter, Germ Germany, Belgium, and Kazakhstan. And it's now live in 27 markets around the world. Revenue from crowd services continue to go rapidly with year-over-year -year revenue up over 40% in the December quarter. They've also mentioned, this one I didn't think was, was that big to mention, but maybe some of our viewers might want to know. The readership of Apple News sets a new record with over 85 million monthly active users in three countries where we, they've launched, United States, the UK, and Australia. And th this is this was pretty impressive. Revenue from services has grown from less than eight billion in calendar 2010 to over 41 billion in 2018. So over a six about seven percent growth, maybe a little less, seven times, about six to seven times increase in revenue in over eight years. So that's that's pretty impressive to see. And beginning the last week when these when the earnings earnings call was made, they started to make it easier for people to pay for their phones. They started doing um, over the time, um, pay their phones over time with installed payments. And they're looking to roll this program to more geographics as soon as they can. So right now, I think only uh, phone providers are use, are doing the... Um, the installed payments, but now Apple itself is also doing it, which is going to help out. So here, the cash they ended um, they ended the quarter with two hundred and forty five billion dollars in cash plus marketable securities. Out of that two to two hundred forty five billion, one hundred and two point eight billions are in term debt, twelve billion in commercial paper. So they have a net cash position of one hundred and thirty billion dollars. They've also like mentioned in the previous in the previous part they've also done quarterly yearly purchase back they purchased about 8.3 billion i think i forget the numbers i mentioned it in the previous episode of how they're buying they're constantly buying um their stocks back so now we're going to talk about the global news we'll see how china was the biggest effect on this revenue drop the weak macro conditions in some emerging markets was more severe than they originally foresaw, especially in China. China revenue was down 4.8 billion from last year, and this was a decline in iPhones, Mac, and iPad. Most of the shortfall um, relative to their original guidance and over 100% of their worldwide year-to-year -year revenue decline was from China alone. So China is definitely slowing down. So if a deal is made and China starts buying more products, it's gonna be pretty good for this company. But it's good to know that business grew outside of China. They set new records in America, Western Europe, Central and Eastern Europe, and the rest of Asia Pacific segment. And then we can see 
December quarter was great for us. Even though products themselves were down in China, service revenue was up in China. They saw very strong results in wearables and the wearable business there. For example, the Apple Watch, where revenue was up 50%. U.S. revenue was up by more than $1.5 billion compared to a year ago. So that's great to see that the company is still increasing in the United States as well. And several markets where revenue grew by double digits, Germany, Spain, Poland, Mexico, Vietnam, and Malaysia. So those are some, some places where revenue grew by double digits. The biggest thing here that caused the 15% decrease in, in iPhone sales were a slowdown of iPhone upgrades. Customers are holding on to their older iPhones a bit longer than in the past. And here are a few reasons they mentioned that they believe are, are the, the, the culprits for that. First, they blamed the US strength dollar. So now that the US dollar is pretty strong, it's made products more expensive in other parts of the world. Another, the second reason is iPhone subsidies are becoming less common. So phone providers are not giving customers reasons to buy the new upgrades. And I don't, I, I kind of don't agree with this, right? Uh, the iPhone, the phone carrier should not be the one trying to sell the iPhones. Apple should be the one trying to sell the iPhones. So this should not be a blame. This is, uh, I, I, Apple itself should actually come up with ways to, to increase their sales and not depend on on phone providers to create subsidies for this. And finally, they, they blamed it on the battery replacement program after the whole scandal where the iPhones were slowing down due to battery. Um, the Apple started giving out free batteries and replacement to the batteries. So now people are holding on to their phones longer. Then they took a look at guidance for next quarter, um, second quarter of 2019. They estimated revenue to be between 55 billion to 59 billion, just to put that out of, out of perspective. Last year, same quarter was 61.4 billion dollars, so a decrease of about six to two billion dollars, depending on where within that range they go. They have a gross margin between 37 to 38 percent, operating expense about 88.5 to 8.6. They have a tax rate of about 17 percent. So that's it for part two, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the earnings call. Um, it was great that we saw the 10Q report earlier for the first part because now the information we saw here made more sense. We also saw that they did not mention how their tax rate decreased a nice amount, which allowed their net income to, to be so high, even though revenue dropped. But I hope you guys enjoyed the information. Again, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel to get information on more episodes and other videos. I'm also going to try to post these slides on my website, josenaharo.com. So make sure to go check out the website to get the slides if you guys want them. And also make sure to follow me on Twitter at Jose Naharo. See you guys next time. See you tomorrow and have a good night. Peace.